do not know what price I shall have to pay for breaking what we alchemists call Silentium. The life experiences of our colleagues should warn us not to upset laymen by imposing our knowledge upon them. Welcome, dear listener, to Sadist Filth. As we may have established, I don't know if I'm going to cut it or not. I'm wearing headphones, and that sounded good, James. I'm wearing Robo headphones. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I don't know why I don't do this all the time. I'm probably going to take them off halfway through because they're already starting to itch my right ear. No, it's fine. <laughs> Your head looks much better with them on. Uh, before we get started, James, I Wait. just want to. I just want to slap my leg. I just want to mention to you that last night. I felt like, do you know what I really want? Do you know what I, I feel? I feel like the need for some atmospheric pizza, like horror oh. or something, right? Mm-hmm. So I thought, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give last year's Blair Witch a try, and I was not a fan. And oh. I believe I was not a fan for the various reasons that you were not a fan of the film Wreck, because it's a found footage film, that but it had a music track. It breaks the rules of found footage. Well, yeah, and it also it, so it had a music track, and also it had um, like obvious sound effects like when somebody drops wood it's like an obvious sound that's been put in later on just like that and uh and there was a bit where somebody yanked a camera that had velcro on it and it made such a it made a loud rip noise so that there was a jump scare like loads of little things like that kept (laughs) happening so that there was a jump scare and it was like this isn't what is this why has it got a music score why at the end does it say music by it's like no well, they were making a film. It's found footage, right? I mean, by yeah. which they're recording it. Yeah. Yeah. They had a dude behind with a little MIDI keyboard. Yeah. Plugged into the camera. Yeah. He was playing. He was making that music. It's all diegetic. He was playing along live <laughs> to the scene. It's fine. And also, like, the technology they were using. So someone was walking around with, like, a normal camera, like a Canon camera recording. But every single one of them had these little earpieces in that had a tiny little microscopic camera on it that the quality was like better than the regular camera they were using. So like you'd get people talking to each other and it's basically like peep show most of it. <laughs> but it doesn't make sense because the camera's on the side of their ear and but when I'm talking to you it was like a straight up shot of your yeah, face. But if I'm looking at your face, my ear's looking at your face. Well yeah, but it'd be slightly off. <laughs> And it never was. And, like, people's hair never got in the way of it. It was just dumb. That's lucky. And they they were, like... You know, you've seen the original, right? Yeah. You know, it's like... And who? Oh, Book of Shadows. Great, great film. (laughs) It's got that fucking guy in it, Ed, from that show, Ed, who is now in The Flash. Um, I've never seen The Flash oh, or well. Ed. Uh, he was JD's brother in Scrubs. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, uh, I think that's got him in it. Anyway. Um, Great tangent. Yeah, so it's like, you know, the original is like, there are some jump scares. I'm not going to deny it. There are some jump scares, but it's more like psychological. They're being hunted by something and yeah, you never exactly. see it. It's the anticipation. Yeah, there's that. Whereas the new it's one, suspense. it's just like, nah, mate, you see it. It's really tall. It's like Slender Man and it's chasing him through the woods. And, like, they get taken out by trees falling on them and all this random shit. Sounds awful. It yeah. sounds like... Um, it's worth you watching like just so sinister, you hate it. Sinister meets um, Final Destination. There was some good shit in it, <laughs> but poorly executed. Like, for example, they wake up in the morning. There's, like, a group of, like, six of them this time around. Mm. And, two, like, two of those people joined in from, like... They went to them to be like, you found this tape over there, like... Uh, 
like can you lead it to us and they're like we'll lead it we'll only show you it if we can come with you kind of thing and they're like okay and then they wake up the next morning and there's like those Blair Witch fucking wood things everywhere and they see in his bag that he's got rope that matches the rope for the stuff and they're like and you're also recording on a camera that uses the same footage as the tape you found so you did you fake all this to lead us out here and they're like yeah but like you know, shit's really going on, that's why we brought you here. And they're like, fuck off, get out of here. And they like tell them to fuck off and they leave. Yeah. And then later on that night, when they like keep walking straight and then come back to their camp in classic Blair Witch style, they like come across them again in the middle of the night. They stroll across and the guy's like, oh my God, it's them. And it's like, no, 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 man. It's been five days. We've been, how, how, how long's it been for you? We've been strolling around for five days. <laughs> and it's like, that's a cool idea that they've been stuck in this loop for like five days. But why would you come walking into the camp being like, I've been stuck here for five days? You would just assume they were stuck there for five days as well. You wouldn't just fucking start. It's all me, it's in my head. <laughs> you wouldn't oh start expositioning everywhere. You? Have you left? <laughs> were you with me? Have I been on a trip? And you it's, shouldn't have taken the, that fifth cap. <laughs> it, it's fucking. Oh man, it's worth seeing just because of how shit it is. Well, I mean, I watched Wreck three times. I watched this. Wreck's great. It's an awful film. <laughs> Can really do a trying harder. I want to eat some nuts. It oh won't be God. like Pizzagate. No, Pizzagate. I want to hear these nuts. Oh, man, you went out of your way to eat those nuts. I'm yeah. going to drink some Gordon London Dry Gin, which uh, is one of the rankest things I've ever tasted. That's because it's only 75 calories. Why does gin taste like bile? Or is it tonic? Tonic tastes like bile. Um, yeah, I know when I was younger, I always, I always used to call tonic toilet water. <laughs> nice. My mum used to make me drink gin and tonics when I was like five. All right, no, please stop. <laughs> James, were you abused? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was a young alcoholic as well. Is this why you don't remember the 90s? What, what was that? Oh my God. <laughs> what was the 90s? Before we get on, another tangent. I was on Facebook the other day, right? Um... One of the Facebook groups I follow, I think it's called like Creepy Pasta. Um, they had to put up a thing saying like, 13, Not <laughs> 13 Ghosts is one of the greatest films of the 90s or whatever. And like, despite what people say, and I was going to go on and be no like, this film sucks. No one can see me, but my arms are up in the air right now <laughs> celebrating. Every single comment on the thing was like, who says it's a bad film? It's a great film. And I'm just like... I'm not even going to open this hornet's nest. Such a good Here's film. why it's shit. <laughs> such, such a good film. Anyway. Well, it's better than Wreck. <laughs> Backstories. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, what you're saying with Blair Witch and the suspense that you built, that you feel in that original version of the film. Yeah. yeah. The original. Mm-hmm. The, the only Blair Witch. Mm-hmm. That could be echoed in the film that we've watched this week. Could it because be? it is full of suspense. There are some long suspenseful moments. <laughs> the entire film is you're in suspense of what the fuck is going on. Before we start this, have you started your number? Have you do you know the number of where you're going to give this? Yeah. Good. Okay. Cool. You don't have to write it down. Okay. Good. And we are recording. <laughs> so I will write it down on the back of my head. What is the film, James? I really hope we watch the same film. Um, <laughs> it's Dario Argento's Inferno. Wait a minute. It's got Tom Hanks in it, right? Yeah, that's the one. Speed. It's all about God or some shit, right? <laughs> um, yeah, it is his. We're, we're kind of we're doing this totally wrong because this is we our second Argento. We should have started with Suspiria. We should have started with Suspiria. This is the second 
film in the trilogy of the Mothers of Tears. Yeah, I think that's yeah, right. Yeah, Mothers of Tears. No, it's, isn't it the three... The three mothers. The, the three, three mothers, mothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the third in the trilogy, which came like two decades after this, Yeah, is Mothers of Tears or something. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the first of which is Suspiria, which I have seen. I hadn't seen Inferno. Before. I have seen Suspiria. And I can't remember. Is, is Suspiria the one with Jennifer Connelly? I can't say her name. Connelly. <laughs> I don't know. If or is that, that Phenomena? Fresh. It's the one that's based in a dance school. I have seen Suspiria, but years ago. Yeah. One of my teachers at school was just like, I fucking love Suspiria, and lent it me. Oh, and I watched it's it. It's good of a... Him. Him. Well, you yeah. assumed it was forward thinking. It was International Women's Day yesterday. It's good of Zem. Zem. I'm German now. Yeah, that's so. So, oh man, how like should we walk through this like we normally do, like scene for scene? Because this film's fucking. We can do. I had to go back (laughs) and make notes here. Um, I got half the way through when I went back, but I think I can remember the latter half as well. Yeah. Um, because it's all over the place. Yeah. In true Argento style, it's like it, it's absolute chaos mm-hmm. plot-wise. Um, it's not you that chaosy. There's like it all uh, there's a progression, in. but basically what it does is it gives you like four character arcs that close, and the next one they overlap there, as they go there along. There was a point when I, I think it was just like like maybe forty-five minutes in when I was like. Who's the main character? Yeah. Because it keeps following someone and then they get fucking bumped but that, off. But that's what you find out is that no one is the main character. The main character is essentially the house. Yeah, the I mean, ma- you the could say ca- Mark because he makes it to the end. Uh, Spoilers. You could say the main character is the house and the spirit that embodies it. I guess because that spirit, I assume, possesses people because, uh-huh. and so then therefore the spirit is in the film more of it than anyone else yeah which actually I've got a couple of points in there about that but um, uh, a recurring a couple theme. of points notes seems points better notes. than our last episode yeah I know right <laughs> um, okay so we start off you talk about the intro because you were just chatting about it earlier was I? Yeah. Was I? Beautiful lady. No, that's later on. Oh. That's not the intro. Oh. No, no, no. That's a different beautiful lady. Are you talking about the um, woman with the cat? Yeah, that In the one. auditorium? In the school. In the musicology school? Yeah. And <laughs> musicology. That teacher really bugged me. I was like, where the fuck have I seen him before? Yeah. It must be in another Dario Argento film. But anyway, no, the film starts with... Um, it's Rose. Rose, Rose yeah. uh, buys that book, The Three Mothers, right? Yep. From an she's, antique she's bookstore reading around the corner. Yeah. She, she's translating it from Latin or something, I think. I think that's just because you watch the dub version and she's she's putting her finger she's through Latin Italian. and she's reading it in English. <laughs> <laughs> she's like an auto-translator. <laughs> um, yeah, she buys the book The Three Mothers and reads about it because I don't know if she suspects beforehand or she just happens to stumble across this book and thinks that the thing she's living in is one of the gateways mm. or one of the... One I'm, of thinking, the I'm thinking of fucking the beyond again. Um, <laughs> is one of the keys? keys? What is it? Yeah. They, yeah, they call it the keys. And then, yeah, so she lives in that building, right? But then on mm-hmm. the she takes she goes to talk to the guy who runs the bookshop about the book. Yeah, and he, it's, it's, a, it's a rare bookstore that's like next to her building. Yeah, but he doesn't give her much information and then she goes into the basement of the building... Yeah, and I, this whole thing. So was I like, think what? Yeah, yeah, and this is this is weird. So one thing with Argento is that all of I'm eating a lot of nuts. Sorry, guys. <laughs> one thing with Argento 
is that all of his films feel like a kind of dream sequence. They're all like this one. Um, this one is just like all the rest has that kind of bold color scheme throughout. Lots you know of red, lots of blue, lots of green. I didn't buy this one, but my brother lent it me. He's got it on Arrow released it. And you know, I love Arrow. I keep going on about him. But fuck me, this looks amazing in HD. And it just looks amazing anyway. It really reminds me of like the EC, like Tales from the Crypt comics. Mm. Like it just looks like that. And it feels like, it feels like the, other than like Sam Raimi, like he's a perfect choice to make Spider-Man because he feels like he's making comic books. Whereas this felt like those EC Tales from the Crypt books. It looked like it, and the way <coughs> and everything was all these like elaborate sets and shit. Yeah, it was more the coloring. Like almost every shot was like purple and yeah, and pur- like, it's like it's either deep like purple, blue, red, yeah, yeah, yellow yeah. panels everywhere. Very, it, do- it looks like, high fucking saturation. amazing. But if you think of like. Um, I'm trying to think recently, like Driver. I said recently, a few years ago, Driver. Do you mean Drive? I mean Drive, yeah. <laughs> the the person in the film Drive. Yeah, yeah. The Driver. Um, yeah, like that kind of reminds me of this, that kind of neon mm-hmm. um, like lighting We should scale. watch Vamp for this, because Vamp looks fucking great. It's full of neon and shit. That sounds um, cool. But, yeah, so... Um, so, so, hang on, she, before... She so talks about to him. She talks to him, to the, we'll to the book owner. We'll get back to it. She talks to the book owner. Yeah. And the book owner says, um, oh, yeah, women mainly believe in that kind of stuff. It's up to you. Whatever. We should have recorded this yesterday. I know, right? <laughs> and then she, um, especially with the next scene. Oh, especially with the next scene. There, um, And then, yeah, she goes into the basement of her building, I think. That's how I read it. Because she's reading something about how the... This, this thing is beneath her. So she goes down into the basement, and I think that's the basement of her apartment. That's how yeah. I read it anyway. And when she goes down, she finds um, a pool, because I think she's looking for... She read something in a passage of one of the keys is beneath your feet, or something, or beneath your... That is such a... Like, that was from the book, right? Yeah. As I said to you uh, before we started recording this, like that's very location-specific <laughs> that you have to be reading that book. Like otherwise, how would but you know? Maybe only. And that, it's not. It's maybe, not just. It's maybe not that just... passage is only visible in that in that book. Yeah, but that guy later on in the film reads it, and it's literally he's standing on the exact bit of wood that you yeah. need to stand on. So he got it right. She got it wrong. Yeah. She wasn't far off though. No. <laughs> um, yeah. So she goes down. She finds in the basement this this um, crack in the floor, and there's there's water, and she's staring. She drops a brooch. It's her keys, um, bro. Is it her keys? It's her keys with a with a brooch. Yeah, I think so. Because you see it when she's like in the like the shots of the book and all that shit at the start. You see the keys with like it looks like a bug or something maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, she drops that in. Yeah, she ends up. Um, she can't reach it. So now, say you dropped your keys. Say you dropped your keys, James, mm-hmm. into a uh, like a, a essentially a swimming pool. Mm. What would you do? Would you just be like, I mean, that's really deep. I was trying to stick my hand in, but it's like really deep. Would you so just like, call like uh, locksmith, <laughs> or would what's you? What's a locksmith gonna do? He's like, no, open you your need door. a plumber. Oh. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, no, I mean, open your. Are you gonna jump? Are you gonna, are you gonna call gonna locksmith to go in the pool into the fucking <laughs> like the pool? We're like the locksmith turns up. You're it's like, not a pool. It's, like, a, it's a. Sorry, it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that's a key that's your fucking jurisdiction I see what the problem get, is here <laughs> get in the water <laughs> uh, yeah like 
Because I was like, why is she getting it? I mean, I know she dropped her keys, but like, and that's you can't really get in your house without them. Mm-hmm. But like, are you really gonna go into that water? That's like that's that's <laughs> not the so see that that's not the thing for me because she I mean, she finds a light that was handy. She puts it on and hangs it out so she can see you down there. The thing is, she tried to reach it, but like kneeling or crouching. Yeah. yeah. What I would do next is lay down flat and dip my whole arm and a little bit of my face in yeah. and pick out the key. What she does is take off her shoes <laughs> and climb foot first into this pool and lowers her entire body down and then has a little swim around. Yeah, she doesn't go straight down. No, <laughs> no I'll, I'll be fair. If I did that and I went in there, I'd be like, well, this is cool. This yeah, is yeah you would be. It's, she, like, she's it's, got, like, it's like a room in the Titanic. She's got an amazing lung capacity. Mm. And uh, it's probably something to do with the big old chest she's got because... <laughs> oh, because when she comes so up, finally comes up for air, <laughs> she, um, she comes up back out of the crack in the ground, the hole in the ground, and it's like a wet t-shirt contest. And yeah. they're basically blowing a fan at her to get her nipples as hard as possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, though, to be honest, it's Argento. I, don't, I honestly don't know why he didn't get her to strip completely naked and climb in there, because that's his style. Exactly. That's another thing I thought about. If you were, if like, the worst case scenario you've got, you have to go into there to get your keys. You've got no other choice. Maybe down your underwear. Yeah, take, yeah exactly. Go, I mean, evidently she wasn't wearing underwear because you could see through all her clothes. Mm-hmm. But still, you would take your clothes off because you've now got to go back out into the street dripping soaking wet. wet, dripping wet. And you've got to go back to your flat. Imagine like the guy, like, you know, like if they have one of those fucking guys at the door, like when you go in that looks after the hallway or whatever, he would be like, and he's like, how'd you get here? Swim? Yeah. <laughs> But it's good because afterwards, it's jumping ahead slightly, she goes from being soaking wet to dry to soaking wet quite badly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so she goes down. She she grabs her key. She actually knocks it further because she's an absolute klutz. Even though she has like <laughs> amazing buoyancy control, um, <laughs> she swims after it, and this crack in the in the wall appears, or in the fireplace, and all these bodies float forward. Maybe one A singular body. Yeah. That appears about eight times to keep being like thrown head first and float towards her. It wasn't trying to grab her. No, it's just floating. It was dead and floating and nudging her. And she eventually got out of there. There was a point though when she came out the water and it looked like she was just standing like waist deep in water. Like how there's no there's a giant room beneath yeah. <laughs> Also like she oh, didn't grab she, her shoes. No, but, but when she came out the light had been smashed. Had it? Yeah the light had been smashed. Did it imply it that there the was someone there? Didn't a door close or something and she ran out of yeah. the basement? Yeah, but Did she well, get a key? <laughs> she must... Yeah, she. I think she grabbed it, swam up, yeah, and yeah. then the thing attacked. Um, but yeah, someone smashed her lamp. So she freaked out and she heard some noises, and I swear you see something, or maybe you hear something. I think something. you see a door close or something. Yeah. Where does it go from there? So uh, the next, it actually, it goes to Mark in the musicology court. So, right. No, she writes a letter. She writes a she letter. She writes a letter to Mark, um, who's her brother, Yeah. saying, as you know, I live in this old house... And I'm terrified about something or other. Yeah, yeah. Basically, she explains to Mark that she thinks this house is what, like this alchemist lives there and all this crazy shit. But Mark doesn't read the letter yeah. that he opens during his music lesson. Yeah, he opens it in the middle of his music lesson. And then he gets distracted by a woman sat there with a and cat. The only way I can describe her is 80s hot. Yeah, she really is 80s hot. She's really 80s hot. Yeah. 
But she's just sat there staring at him with a cat in her hands. Yeah, and it gets... And, and I didn't know you were allowed to just bring cats into classrooms. Yeah, I was thinking that, and I was wondering if any of this was, like, a hallucination. Maybe, because he follows after her, and we don't see what happens with him. Oh, which no, is, that's this just is, our this is, writing. This is, the, this is this film. So, like, <laughs> somebody gets in some trouble, they write a letter to, her brother, to their brother. The brother doesn't read the letter and leaves it on the desk because he gets mystified by an 80s hot mm. woman with a cat. And then the woman that was sat next to him that wasn't as 80s hot decides to op- break the law and open his letter yeah. and read it. She's reading it in a cab on the way back. Yeah, yeah. Which has some of the best, um, like... Uh, Acid jazz or electro <laughs> funk playing. Yeah, yeah. But the soundtrack to this film is brilliant. Yeah. I loved it. it. It was great. It was, it was perfect eighties film music. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, so she's in the cab and she reads the letter and she tells the driver to change direction and head to that building to a library. I think. Oh, sorry, to the library, so she can read up about. Do you know what? There's so much like. You read the book and it's like the key is underneath your feet and it's so specific that you had to be standing in that exact spot when you read that. But when she goes into the library, she goes up to that guy and she's like... She goes up to that guy and she's like, um, I'm looking for a book, The Three Mothers. And the guy's like, oh, okay, it's right there. And it's next to her. It's a really creepy library though because you walk into, <laughs> yeah, into yeah. the library and it, I thought it was a church at the beginning and everyone's kind of bowed head over... Look, they're praying in the pews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, uh, yeah, there's people kind of reading. There's an old. There was that woman. She walked past that hot woman yeah. that gave her a fucking like, yeah, look. Yeah, gave her like a kinky glance. Um, not right. Mm. Yeah, so she walks past an eighty hot, eighties hot, another eighties hot woman. Yeah. Just gives her this weird look. And she walks up to the creepy librarian. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Oh yeah, we do have that super rare book. That book that she found in a rare bookstore." But there were three copies of it in the rare books. No, there would have been four copies of it because later oh, on you see three and someone comes in and nicks them. <laughs> Christ. Okay, yeah, super rare book. There are only four made and <laughs> we found all four of them. At least these book owners are, yeah, they're doing their, they're doing their job well. They're finding all these books. Um, and then the books, the, the bookstore, oh, the library closes and she decides to walk down the stairs. Yeah, she doesn't leave for She doesn't remember reason. how to leave. Oh, uh, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> She doesn't remember the way she, she came hides, in. She hides, and then she goes down some, like, deeply blue-lit stairs mm-hmm. into a room where it looked like a man, a mad scientist, was making batch pots of leek and potato soup. <laughs> the only way I you can describe shit. it, because that's oh my what God, my leek and potato soup was. Do like. you know what that shit was? They can potato soup. No, it's the, the shit stuff? they threw on that guy at the start of the Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be. Yeah, it's got to be. <laughs> yeah, like, and he did what are the chances of her walking? She's not even in Rome at this. No, she is in Rome. She's not even near the building, which is in New York. What are the chances of her walking into some creepy like alchemist guy? And they go there, and the guy, and she's like, "Oh, how do I get out?" And then the guy sees the book in her yeah. hand and goes nuts. And he runs over, grabs her neck and tries to shove her face in soup. Yeah. yeah. And then she gives over the book. But when I was um, flicking back over this to take some notes, his hand... His hands look awesome. His hand is the same hand that you see over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure I it's the hand I think I read of, that it's... Of, of the witch woman. Oh, yeah, that would make loads of sense. Because yeah, she's possessing people. Yeah. So that guy went back So it's basically her. following... It's followed the letter... All right, that makes Spook, mo- spooked out Mark. 
now she's got the letter with the knowledge and it's attacked her because she's learning about the book. Mm -hmm. See, because like every attack, essentially, it's you don't see the face of the person, you just see those hands. So you're led, you can think that it's that one guy, except for the one specific kill where you know it's someone else because it's the. Uh, later on, that guy yeah, from the cook. hot dog vendor yeah. who just runs across the water like I'll Jesus. I'll save you! <laughs> and then stabs him up. <laughs> Slices his neck. Yeah, yeah that see, makes... You see okay, that this makes more sense. the guillotine later. Those hands are good hands, I like them. And you see the hands... Are they Dario Argento's when, hands, I read? When Rose dies, I think it is. And Rose dies. She gets taken out by... Or she, she gets, gets taken out by the guillotine. She nail in the back, doesn't she? In the back of the head. Yes. Who gets nailed in the head? Is it Rose? Yeah. Wait, doesn't she get No, she gets stabbed. She gets stabbed, sorry. Christ. Mate, we don't we know watch any this of these film? people's names. I do, I do, mate. I, 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 Daria is the bath girl. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves, right. something. Okay, so, so this, she, she got chased. She, she runs away from this guy because he sees the book and goes apeshit, and now it makes more sense that he then got possessed by the thing. Yeah, and then she runs up um, back to her flat. Mm-hmm. And she's freaked out and soaking wet, and the, there's a strange man on the lift who offers to stay with her because she's. But does she scared. go to her flat or his she flat? She goes to her flat. Like, oh, he man, stays that's at her a flat. fucking nice flat she's for a got student. Really nice flat, yeah. yeah, I thought it was in his <laughs> flat. Because then, yeah, then she calls Mark and's like, can you come here? And yeah. he goes there. So I was like, and I was, see her. I was like, wow, help yourself to his record player. His <laughs> yeah. <flat>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the record player. Uh, keeps cutting out and oh, the lights, lights cut out. out. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, um, she says, oh, it must be a fuse. Don't leave me. Keep keep talking to me. He's like, I'll, I'll go check the fuse. She says, yeah. And he instantly stops talking to, talking to me. To yeah. <laughs> More so than before. <laughs> he's like dead silent. And he finds the fuse box and she's like, are you still alive? And he replies, like, yeah, yeah, I found it. I, I just got to get this bit out. And apparently to do that, he had to stick a knife in his neck because when she turns <laughs> up, because he's quiet, he falls down, the lights are on, and he's got a knife stuck in his neck. Maybe he walked into the kitchen by accident. <laughs> I think this will do it. <laughs> yeah, do you even see her die? Do you see her yeah. die? Yeah, so what happens there is she, like, he falls on her, she yeah, grabs yeah. him, and then um, the killer walks up and pulls, you don't see it, but you see the knife get pulled out of his back. Yeah. And then he stabs it into her... Uh, out of his face her neck and stabs into her back oh yeah because you don't see her die because then when Mark comes in later on she walks through the paper wall that she this did. made no sense <laughs> so so you see her bleeding out on the stairs and then Mark comes back he finds the letter and then he he turn- finds the letter torn up so he only finds yeah. specific words if yeah. you're gonna tear up the letter leave the most important bits <laughs> on the fucking side under your feet <laughs> um, yeah, so he looks up at this bluely lit rice paper in the middle of the corridor, and then it's safe it's, to it's assume cool it's going to be bluely lit in this yeah. film. <laughs> <laughs> and then these blue and redly lit hands, <laughs> these fingers slice through, and her whole body collapses down like a Jesus Christ pose onto the floor. Did um, you know? Mm. I think Dara Jenner had hepatitis while filming this. Um, so Mario Bava did a lot of it, really, um, and it was his last film. But Mario Bava's son worked on it, and the second unit on Lumberto Bava. And I wonder if her falling through that thing is because you know, remember in Demons when she comes falls through the cinema screen. Yeah. Oh well, um, later on when she falls through the um, 
Oh no, sorry, that. When she worked for that thing, it might have something. It probably doesn't. Yeah, no, it but could do, yeah, Lambert Barber yeah. worked on it with his dad. And it he was, was test, testing it out with a small screen first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just, just so wreck the cinema screen in this hallway. Like she has this screen in our hall, like the screen they set up in Dawn of the Dead to hide the hallway from the bike, like okay. from anyone that wanders in. Like, why is that there? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't go to school in Japan. <laughs> uh, I know, I know. And then after that, he escaped. Oh yeah, I forgot. He's like, I, I walked in on the murder, I should probably die, leave to go to New York. Before they both die, then, you see um, a proper giallo shot. You see black leather gloves, mm-hmm. close up, with scissors, and someone's been cutting... Um, who a was rope. that? Yeah, yeah, who was Must that? Must be the murderer, but why the demon has taken some time to do arts and crafts, I don't understand. I'll tell you what, though, because if the demon can take over people, it could be a neighbour was doing that at the time that they got possessed. Yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense now. Yeah. <laughs> now that we're coming up with theories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That could potentially make sense. Do you know what? This is making me like the film even more. It really is. Like, honestly, I, I, I went back over the film and I thought, oh, it does thread together. <laughs> <laughs> no, it threads together, but it's so, like I said, who's the main character? No one, except, okay, Mark. Mark's Mark, the best bet to no be main one. character, yeah. No but he's, he's not in half the film. He wanders off after some 80s hot woman with a cat. Yep. Who he then sees when he leaves the hotel, she's going past... Not the hotel, sorry, her, hit that girl's house. He sees her go past in a taxi. Mm. And he doesn't fucking wander off her after <laughs> her. <laughs> he learned his lesson the first mm. time. Um, that woman, I looked her up... There are lots of cats in this film. Yeah, there is. I oh. looked up the cat woman to see what else she was in, and apparently she was in Tenenbrae. I don't know which one she is in uh. that. Cool. <laughs> I really hope she was the fucking gush up the wall one. <laughs> she looks like a gusher. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So Carlo, the bloke who fixes, he dies, and Sarah dies. See, mm-hmm. I know names and shit. I write things down. My notes are getting to the end now, though, so I'm starting <laughs> to get worried. Um, so yeah. Then Rose calls him up. Rose calls up Mark. At Who, when she calls him, house? I was just like, oh, I thought she was dead. <laughs> I yeah. thought she was dead. Yeah, no, I totally assumed that she died at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we knew she didn't because <laughs> no. we didn't see her die. Yeah, but I'm like, I generally kills everyone at the end of every scene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least one person to move on to the next scene. Yeah, but by the time he gets, spoilers for her, by the time he gets to the fucking place where she's living, she's dead. <laughs> Yeah, everywhere yeah, he, he goes, he just up. keeps finding dead people, and he seems pretty okay with it. I think he's the murderer. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's there when everyone's there. And he dead. came out after that girl died, and like you hear, he walks past the cops, and you hear like a voice, a monologue or something, being like, "Oh no, she was dead when I got there." And then he just walks off. And yeah. I'm like, is that all they need? And that's and he gets on a plane age? to New York. The fucking police must have been like, "Where did that guy go?" We were going to take a statement from. <laughs> yeah, he, didn't he went to that. New he York didn't about the girl, the, the, the man. Sorry, he just said the girl was dead. When yeah. He got yeah. There. <laughs> um, yeah. So he goes out to New York. And then he, I can't remember, he, it, what happens at that point is he go back and at that point, he fl- when he's flying to New York, Rose starts exploring a weird building. Which I assume is the same house. No, she gets chased. She gets chased by someone. Well, there's a really long exterior shot yeah. where I can't remember anything happening. And then like a load of close-ups of windows where I can't remember anything happening. Yeah, and that's so, like yeah, yeah. a few minutes. And then there's like a five to ten minute. I sit. Wait, no, hang on. She went out 
I'll tell you what happens. She goes out to the bookshop to talk to that guy again, but he gives her no information. And then I yes. think she gets chased outside the bookshop. That would make sense. Yeah. And she's the one that gets attacked by all the cats, right? Oh my god, because there's a fucking awesome That's bit coming, where she, yeah. she's, there's an amazing shot that was awesome. I fucking loved it. It was my favourite shot of the film. Wait, no. Where she, she sees someone walk past a, a window and she looks down and she sees through the slits in the, in the like, this, uh, like, boarded up window and through the slits she just sees cat's eyes looking at her. <laughs> like, it's just like, <laughs> looking at her. And I was just like, shit, has the guy chasing her got cat eyes? It was probably pipes. just a cat because there's a cat everywhere. But that was such a nice shot, like, of a black cat looking through that slit she just sees. <laughs> but his eyes are like... It's not looking angry or anything. It just looks like it's going, oh. Hey, what's going to happen next? I'm a cat man. <laughs> what's going to happen next? I fancy. <laughs> oh, um, man. We're so, going to have a game of cat and mouse. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, there's a lot of cats and rats in this film. Did you notice, right, when she was getting covered in cats in two I, of I, the I, shots? Was it her? I don't think it was her, though. Who, I think it I think was Darwin. Okay, no, yeah, you're right. It's not her that gets covered in cats, but the one who gets covered in cats, they reused a shot twice of her being covered in cats, but annoyingly it's the shot where you see a guy's uh-huh. arm chuck a cat in. I found it on my phone in slow-mo. We can watch it later. <laughs> yeah, you see the arm launching. They threw so many cats at that girl. And it was just like close-ups of their mouths and their claws oh, coming out, but they what? weren't angry. Those cats look vicious. Well, some of them were smiling. <laughs> yeah. um, they're like, they, those cats look vicious. But for the most part, they're just trying to get away from her and get their claws stuck yeah, no, in yeah. her back. Um, they're, they're terrified. People are throwing like 10 cats at this woman. It's better than the spider bit. In she must have been mauled to shit there. Because yeah. they were real cats. I, the cats definitely got injured in the filming of this. <laughs> yeah. As did fucking rats. Oh, God, yeah. Um, okay, um, so yeah. So the way Rose dies, yeah. she eventually gets caught. In that building, I think. Yeah. And then something grabs her from behind on her face with those same fingers. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing things in real life that you can't hear on a podcast. But someone grabs her face and pulls her towards this uh, nail sticking out of a wall. Yeah. Which kind of happened in the beyond, wasn't it? Someone, yeah. The someone beyond got, someone, someone took it right nailed. through the face. Yeah. Nailed, right nailed, through the back of the, the, back of the head, yeah. <laughs> So she got nailed, but into like the the top of the spine, and yeah, it pulled through and killed her. But those hands, are the same hands that we saw earlier, mm-hmm. trying to shove is she Sarah's face in the soup? Is she the one who then gets guillotined as well? Or? Yeah. So he spikes her head and then pulls her back and then reaches, or she reaches up, the uh, witch woman, and pulls down what looks like a blunt guillotine and just. I like, think it's a window. I think it's a window and the bottom of the window's broken off, so uh, it's just like shards of glass. Yeah. But so yeah. it pulls that down a few times and guillotines. <laughs> and this neck. whole sh- this whole shot is like perfectly like coloured, like purple. It looks oh, amazing. It's beautiful. Yeah, so purple <laughs> she like walks down one red hallway wallway. She's like walking down like a fucking Dali painting or something. But that shit. hand looks amazing when it reaches up yeah, and yeah. grabs the top of the window frame and pulls it's it down. It's a fucking beautiful film. I'm it's gonna really have to well go shot. buy it. <laughs> Annoyingly, Suspiria isn't released by Arrow. Yeah, I don't know who's released it, um, but I need to get hold of it now. Okay, so she dies. Yeah, she's dead. Yep, dead. Um, next scene, we go to a person pouring a bath. I really love the shot. It's, it's, the next it's scene just is a, the bath. Yeah, next scene is the bath, I think. It's like a, just an aerial shot. Um, 
quite straight and it looks nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's drawing a bath. Nick, Nick Cage t- is turns, drawing a bath. He looks at Nick Cage, <laughs> yeah, young, young Nick Cage. And he turns out to be the butler of Daria, who bumps into Mark later on. I think in this scene or just after. Yeah, do so these two run off together to solve crimes? Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. He, she stumbles. Oh, she was saying like, hello, hello, hello. Because she thought she heard someone. She was looking yes, for Rose. Yes, sorry, yes. Because she, she can hear vo- Rose. We missed stuff out where you can keep hearing voices throughout the house. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah, you can. And she could hear something and she, because he's like, who are you talking to? Yeah, I completely forgot this woman yeah. was even in the film. I watched it yeah, last week. it's really weird. It's, it, it's, it's a last-minute addition to the cast because everyone else had died. Yeah, and they were like, shit, we've run out of so people. We've still got another hour and 40 minutes. They had a bunch of people. Um, and Mark is the only person that threaded um, like part A to part B of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Daria's like saying, oh, yeah, so you can, you can hear um, people all over through these little holes in the wall. You can speak into it and people can hear you. Yeah, yeah. And she's walking, spots the blood and stuff like that. And she was like, hey, is this blood? And then there's a horrible cackle. And she was like, whoa, did you hear that laugh? And he said, what laugh? <laughs> whoa, this is blood. Oh, no, it's two, different, two different scenes, but yeah. It all becomes a blur. From yeah, this and then where the fuck does it go from there? Because he keeps disappearing. I know the the guy... She, he says, um, I know, this is after, uh, when she comes back, and realises that it was blood. She tells him, yeah, there's blood on the floor. And he checks it out and he's like, okay, well, I'm going to go have a look downstairs. Do you want to come with me? And she's like, no, I'm scared. I'll just be petrified on my own. <laughs> uh, and then he goes down and investigates. Yeah. What happens to him when he goes down? This is when he starts having heart problems. I think it might be, yeah. He gets down to the lobby or something. Yeah, and he he, see, he, he sees a nurse woman and a guy in a wheelchair that doesn't speak. Yeah, that was earlier on, I think. That, and that's that, the guy that that's at that the scene. end, right? Who has the who has the voice box that he gets caught on? Yeah, must be. Okay, I was wondering who that weird doctor was. Yeah, yeah, he's the alchemist that the book talks about, right? In fact, they name uh, him. He's the guy that wrote the book, the three sisters were with three little pigs. I totally miss that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the guy that wrote the book, and he's like really. He's lived for years, I assume. But he almost gets choked out by a, a throat microphone. Yeah, yeah, but isn't it something to do with the fact that he's like attached to the house somehow? Or am I make, I'm making that up? And that makes sense. <laughs> the house is the centre of everything. Yeah, yeah. The house that's existed forever, but it looks like it was built in the 60s. You're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fucking guy who built it was well Basically, ahead of looks his time. Like, looks like a set that's about 20, 20 foot tall. <laughs> In every room has the most head height anyone could ever see. Yeah. <laughs> and who the fuck would colour a place? Never mind. Who would put these elaborate, <laughs> this elaborate array of colourful lights all over the place? They ran out of fucking regular lights. And yet they only did up half the fucking building. Yeah. Because the rest of it is terrifying. Do you know what? The bottom stuff, so like the room that had the water in it, like that room just collapses at one point for no reason. Yeah. Like parts of the building just start falling apart for no reason. Well, not many people live there. <laughs> but people do live there. Loads of people. There's, yeah, a, yeah. there's always people there. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he starts having heart problems when he goes down. Oh well, no, he feels a bit woozy. What causes that? And someone walks. I think it's the the demon because he's getting closer to it. Probably. Oh yeah. And then, or the witch, wherever they are. And then this this woman comes up to him. He's like, 
oh god someone get the heart medicine he needs heart medicine i'm like how the fuck do you know yeah. and she was trying to like put some liquid in his mouth and i would have been like i do not trust that shit <laughs> you're poisoning me <laughs> is that when the guy from the bookstore comes over to complain about something maybe i think he moans about the cats at one point because he keeps getting keeps hassled by cat. cats and at one point, someone breaks in and steals all the copies of his book, and he reaches over to pick something up off the table, and a cat scratches him. <laughs> there are cats everywhere. Yeah. Everyone, everyone gets jump scared by cats in this yeah. film. <laughs> um, if there's one thing this film has taught me is that cats are the devil. Exactly. Or the devil's playing. You're allergic to cats, right? Yeah. Imagine if you were that woman getting covered in cats. You'd just fluff I'd, up. Yeah, I'd probably You'd... die. I'd probably be mauled to death by a cat. <laughs> They'd have to explain later Stick on in exposition that you... He was he's definitely allergic to cats. I've been here for five years. Look at him, he died. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he's allergic to cat scratches <laughs> to the throat. <laughs> oh, man. He's allergic to stab wounds. <laughs> so where the fuck does this film go next? <laughs> then Daria, I think Daria goes looking for him. Yeah. And then she finds a room full of cats. And she walks in <laughs> she and there's a really the good close-up of just one cat eye. And fuck me, it's terrifying. And then, and then, and then, all the cast and crew gather around the circle <laughs> and off a camera for the most part throw like fucking twenty cats at this woman repeatedly while she curls up in the ball on the floor. And that's Imagine the end being of Dara. those cats in that scene. They would have been like, "What is going on?" No, because then someone comes in and stabs her up. Because I looked at, I was reading the plot up like afterwards just to refresh myself, and it was just like. The killer comes in on her being attacked by cats and uses it to his advantage to stamp her. And it's like, I'm sure the killer had something to do with the fact that she was covered in cats. We saw her hand. You don't just get covered in cats. I don't know. And there's something mystical Have you seen going on. Frogs? Frogs because is great. Because you can get covered in frogs. We need to do frogs at some we need point. To do frogs. There's a bit in that when a guy gets covered in cobwebs and there's all spiders on him. Do you know what film we need to hunt down? I don't know if I mentioned it on here before. I don't think it's been released over here because of like, you know, like animal violence isn't that okay, which is why like Cannibal Ferox and stuff has not been released uncut over here. Yeah, and cats um, with Inferno. Yeah. <laughs> There's a film called Kingdom of the Spiders starring William Shatner, where he's oh in like God. a small town that gets fucking covered in tarantulas. <laughs> so like there's, there's scenes where William Shatner's covered in tarantulas. But they, like, run them over and set them on fire and shit. And it's, like, real tarantulas they're but murdering. But, like, I totally understand that. But it's, like, <sighs> if you think of, like, <sighs> Big Brother. Uh, no, not Big Brother, sorry. Um, like, the jungle. Celebrity jungle, get me out of here. Yeah. Oh, celebrity, get me out of this jungle, please. That's what That's it. The British title. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> British please, may I leave this jungle now? <laughs> I'm quite hot and, and moist. Um, yeah, in that, they, like, Celebrity over. humid jungle. <laughs> They trample over, like, loads of bugs. Yeah. Tons of bugs get distressed in that. At what point do you, are you like, ah, no, this this bug's big enough that it, it, I'm not going to kill it? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, like, maybe you're right, yeah. There must be fuck tons of tarantulas. I can't imagine tarantulas are going this, out. Of... Oh, my God. I knew, as soon as this is over, I'm just going to Google William Shatner covered in tarantulas <laughs> for you to see. Okay. Dude, it's fucking... What, what weird, I really want to see it. But it's not like killing a rhino. Stepping on tarantula. No. Like, I mean, like, first of all, like, rhinos are endangered. Plus, if <laughs> and you, also, if, if you like, step on a rhino. William Shatner was, like, <laughs> stepping on a rhino. If William Shatner was covered in rhino. <laughs> <laughs> he just stepped, had one rhino on him you, <laughs> to be covered in rhino. 
<laughs> just sat there ruining a paper. <laughs> if you step on a rhino, you're going to hear about it. Yeah, yeah. He's not going to be happy. <laughs> Where do we get? Uh, covered in cats, she gets killed. Yeah. And then that, I, I assume can't remember Mark how getting killed. The guy takes then Mark, Yeah. Um, and then this... Again, but also, you know that scene guy. that happens um, with, the, with the lake and yeah. the hot dog vendor? She must have stumbled into his room. She stumbled into the into this old dude's room who has a shit ton of cats that he keeps in a bag in a box. Um, probably, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> then I think after that, it may have been the scene when that old dude went into his cat box bag. Yeah. So he opened the, the box and then he looked in, there was a moving bag and I thought it was going to be something from, um, fuck, what was that Takeshi Miki film? Oh, uh, what? Oh, um... The one where it's killer. No, no, no. The one where it's got like the body creeping. Oh, oh audition. Film. Yeah. Audition. Audition. I don't think yeah. it's either of them. You yeah. racist. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Park Chan Wook. No, because Park Chan Wook's Korean, and it's a Japanese film. Yeah, is it <laughs> But it's released by Tartan, which released, to be fair, both Japanese and um, uh, Korean films. But you were racist. So the, an Asian director, <laughs> uh, Jackie Chan's uh, audition. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, oh, um, my so that, oh my god! Oh my god! That like, bin bag creeping across the floor. That's what I thought when I saw the sack. Nice. And I was like, "Is it going to be filled with that woman being eaten by cats? And how did they get into a bag?" Yeah. And all that's left is her head. And is that bag full of rats or cats? No, they got into the cat. It's full of cats because he picks <laughs> up the cats and stuffs them in there. Okay. Because he's so sick of them being in his shop for however they got in there. And, and he then he takes the sacks out into the water to drown all the cats. It's yeah, like yeah. that fucking Seven Wives thing. Yeah. On my way to St. Eyes, I'm in my Seven Wives. <laughs> Each wife had an old granddad with a sack full of cats that they drowned in the lake. That rhymes beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he chucks it in the lake in the shallow end and then like presses them in with his fucking... Uh, a walking stick which is rank like those yeah. cats must be like like you know crushed and then up. there were like loads of little rats running around coming and out of the sewage pipe and a vintage New York sewage pipe then he tried to walk away he was like no whatever no walked off and tripped and he's like I dropped my crutch and then the rats all came to eat him yeah I don't know why because he uh, maybe because he does throw the cats in there no, because they'll be tough. like coming over to high five. You would have thought, but maybe they're, maybe they're not all dead yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so the and rats the cats come out of the water like Jason at the end of Friday the 13th and pull him in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then he um, he starts screaming, like, I'm being, I'm I'm being, being eaten. eaten by rats. I'm being eaten alive by rats. I love it in a film where someone is suffering a very specific torture. <laughs> And then shouts out that very specific torture. For example, the best one is Nicolas Cage in The Wicker Man, where he's like, The bees! The bees are in my eyes! <laughs> the bees <laughs> or, are surely me. the ultimate one is Troll 2, which is, They're eating her, and then they're gonna eat me! <laughs> oh my god! I love, I love very specific deaths being shouted out. It's like an audio description yeah. <laughs> for anyone who can't see. Which is like, do you think in the heat of the moment you'd start going, rats are eating me. This was munching you'd on my screen. Ah! 
there's a black one in my left eye and a white one in my right. It's like that guy in fucking, I mean, this one's obviously comedy, but in Austin Powers, when that guy falls out that thing, Will Farrell, and he's like, I'm still alive. <laughs> it's really hot down here, but I'm still alive. <laughs> so oh the dude calls God. for help. Um, he's being eaten by yeah, rats. Yeah, yeah. And then the hot dog vendor's like, Do we see, we see a full moon before this, right? Goo-ish. I think so, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's when that's when people tell This is one of the few bits that's rats. actually filmed, or at least a shot of him walking over the bridge, actually filmed in New York because that was Central mm-hmm. Park. But I think the rats and stuff was uh, a in a studio, but that one shot of the vendor running across is in Central Park. Oh, that's cool. But yeah, the vendor... The vendor's like, I'll grab a really long knife. Because I, I went back over it and he pulls a knife out. Then he runs over to help. And he just starts hacking at this dude's neck. Yeah. <laughs> slicing, like trying to slice it off. He's like, I need more sausage meat. Do you reckon when the, the guy goes back to his normal state after allegedly being possessed, like he just walks back over the water and goes back to his room and like, wait a minute. <laughs> you know what? I don't think he's possessed. I think some people are just opportunists. And if you see someone being mauled by rats and you've got a knife and you think... Maybe he just fucking loves cats. I'll just cats. see what it's like. <laughs> Just one the rats murder. did it. Just one murder. <laughs> <laughs> and then, they, then he like, wiped the knife clean, got a rat hand, paw print, <laughs> put it all over the knife. <laughs> did he like then push him out into the lake, or did he just leave him in that really shallow I think he bit? just left him in the shallow. It probably would have been a more brutal death just to stand on his head with his face in the shallow water. Yeah, well, then again, he didn't go anywhere near like the whole way to his neck. Yeah. Like, yeah, he did like not. Every neck attack in this, besides the knife that went through, there's a lot of neck attacks. They just, they just like, like jab at it, <laughs> and like cut into it a little bit, like you're wailing away. To be fair tree. though, different people, but it is essentially the same killer. Maybe they just don't get how to do a problem. Yeah, life. they don't know. They, they don't have the power to do like a clean, a clean cut. They are an old. Well, then we find out they're the embodiment woman. of death. So you think they'd be better at it, unless they're hitting the specific weak points on the human body. Well, there are no muscles later. It's just bone. Yeah, like, yeah. they don't have the power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's dead. And then what the fuck happens? And then he goes back to Mark, it must do. And he yeah. goes back to Mark in his room, reading out the things and then getting that. He looks at the chart, he looks like a building. Mark, like the Mark wakes up and he's surrounded by people saying, we gave you heart medicine. And he's like, what? <laughs> and then we're like, what? Maybe the heart medicine saved him. That's and why then, he could yeah, get then he disappears and then he goes, goes back upstairs. Well, he goes outside and looks at the house, right? And then he goes back to the thing and he starts like crossing bits off on it. Yeah, I, okay, I couldn't figure that out. I didn't remember outside I think, the house. I think he, he was working out that like... What's changed? Yeah, he was working out that looking at the old picture of the house and looking at the house from outside, there's a bit there that shouldn't, that should be there and See, it's not there. I missed that. I honestly thought he was looking at it and he was like... It's an awful painting, like critiquing, <laughs> critiquing bits. I mean, he is an artiste. Yeah. Um, Studying musicology. Like that, did you ever see that Jonathan Creek where there's that, I think it's called The Grinning Man. It's about a painting. And if you spend the night in that room, you go missing. And he uh. works out looking at the building from outside and looking and being inside it. That like, there's, I think The Grinning Man is up in this like, hot, like this top bit. Mm. It sticks out on the house, but he works out from walking around in the house that it's actually over there, and it it's not that. That's a fake room that's been set up to make you think that's the room, <laughs> and it's actually a room over here, which means that there's stuff underneath it, and then they figure out there's a if the bath gets too full of water, it opens up and you drop into a massive tank of water and drown. 
Oh shit! Which is a nice little spoiler really cool. for Jonathan Creek. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sheridan Smith's in that episode. It's a good one. How do you know these things? I like Jonathan Creek. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, so he figures that out because then he's like reading that thing out that says about it, it being under under your feet, and he looks down and he sees. I thought it was going to be like something to do with shoes. Yeah, no, same. I thought. I was oh no, he and then he like straightens out a paper clip and sticks it down the. I thought it was a, a coat hanger or something. Yeah, like to measure it. Oh no! Wait, he opens up the coat hanger because he's going to go make Batman v Superman. <laughs> he's going to bought that floor. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I need to kill these baby just ants. Imagine. I thought it was oh, yeah, like the, ants. the ants. Yeah, there was the an ant man on set. He, he wanted to like piss off the ant nest. <laughs> and then he starts. Also, yeah, those ants are coming through that floor, which means they're going like, because when it goes through, it's like in the middle. So the ants are going all along the floor from wherever they are, up a wall, all the way along the ceiling and into this little hole. But we know ants do that because you lived yeah. on the second floor. Yeah, you say that, but when we lived together, I was on the second floor and I used to wake up to ants in my bedroom. <laughs> Not as bad as your, your bad being slugged, though. Oh, yeah, that slugged, slugged for so long. <laughs> You're fighting a slug for like a year. <laughs> um, yeah, so then he... Sorry, I'm just picturing you fighting a slug, like Man, a fully-sized one. We should and do it slugs. Being, it being like a really slow fight. Arrows have released slugs. Or okay. Arrow has released slugs on Blu-ray. We should do slugs. It's mm-hmm. such a good film. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm up for that. Um, it's no frogs. Uh, but, right, no so... Spiders. Yeah, he's dipping that fucking... He's dipping his wick in that wood. And then he figures out that you can just and he's start like, ripping the floor yes, up. Yes, this, this is... I think he figures out it's hollow underneath, which yeah. that would be the case if there's another... Floor. But also, like, he's straightening that flim- flimsy bit of metal. So, like, if I stuck that in a floorboard, it probably It'd would probably have, like, bend, bend. Yeah. And then when I pull it out, it would come out straight because it's only a tiny little hole you're sticking it through. That's the stupid... Can, can you imagine, like, he's poking it down, that demon woman's just sat underneath me, like, pokes in the face. <laughs> she gets it in her She's like, you know what? I'm going to burst into flames later and kill this fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to walk through what I think was a mirror and show him. <laughs> That was cool. Though. That bit was cool. Was it for a mirror? Yeah. Yeah, that bit was cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So then he gets out a rod and he starts cave. He rips up the floorboards. Yeah. He starts caving in the cement. And it actually, it looked like it had been built, and then he was destroying it. Like he was putting some good effort in. And then he broke down and did climb inside or something. And then he was confronted by this woman. Oh, he he walks up. He climbs inside. And he's like hunched over, and then I can't remember how he gets there, but he gets to the top of this epic room, and he looks down and sees the guy in the wheelchair, and the guy in the wheelchair goes into that other room, and he's like, come with me, and he hooks himself up to a speaking machine, Mm. I have to talk like this now, I often wonder about the universe, that like, yeah, and he's talking to him. And the guy's like, come closer. The most obvious toy. No, I need to whisper. I'm Close like, I'm like, dude, you're speaking to a fucking microphone that's attached to a, a mixer. Just turn it in down. A, in a house. Turn it down and you can whisper. <laughs> well, yeah, but in a house that we are fully established has fucking holes everywhere so you can hear everything from every room. Yeah. So just, whatever it is, tell me. But that was the most obvious ploy in history. Mm. I need you and to come closer. And as I come closer, what happens? Goes from a fucking needle. He gets, he gets like... Oh, he gets up. needled he gets though. Up. He gets needled hardcore though. He gets it, this and then he the... jumps to the floor and rips his sleeve off and sucks. Yeah, the... he sucks, sucks the uh, venom out or whatever it is. It's like <laughs> a, his snake bite from the needle. Uh, but this Epic. isn't the first time we saw needles though. Daria 
her butler was giving her injections because she wasn't well. She couldn't be with her husband because she wasn't well. So she was getting medicated, and the guy was like, your last dosage was... (laughs) Your last dosage was two hundred mil, and this is this one's four hundred, and that's the maximum I can give you. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder if it's the same shit. Whatever he was trying to give her, him, maybe. Whatever the doctor was trying to give Mark. Because I think speaking of cat allergies, though, I was speaking with someone today that I was doing a uh, uh, that I was filming. Yeah. And his girlfriend has two cats, but he's allergic to cats. So he has to take pyrotees every day. <laughs> and it was like, it got really bad and I started taking four. But apparently that does nothing. It's the exact same as taking one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, you surely you'll build up an immunity to pyrotees at no, some point. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say the cats. No. no, that's just death. <laughs> oh, man, we should show him this. It'll be the most terrifying film He's ever seen. So the guy starts cho- the scientist starts choking out. When oh yeah, so like as he over. gets put, yeah, he pushes him over in the chair, and the, the machine he's hooked to is like hooked to the ceiling, and it like yeah. hangs him. Oh no 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 um, no! It's, hooked to, it's like jacked into the machine, isn't it? And it yeah. like yanks on his neck. But he, he, you know, Mark's a good man. And he saves him. He's like, yeah. no, I understand. You just want to jab me with your needle. That's fine. What well, happens needs- to him though? I can't remember. But then we end up in the final scene. Yeah, and then, and then he goes over to the the. Because that's where he gets explained that he's the guy that wrote the book. Yeah. He's the alchemist, and that whatever is in that house, these three women, and then he goes to see the three women through a mirror, right? Or is it a painting or something? He sees that... He just walks into another room and that woman's there. That was there. it, yeah. Yeah, he walks into another room to check out the mirror. We're going to pause for a nut break. Nut break. We're going to pause to, to watch Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> to find out what the fuck happened in the last scene. <laughs> hey, I know the last scene, I don't know the penultimate scene. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, Mark, is always running out of buildings where something bad has happened as the authorities are arriving. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's got to stop showing up. <laughs> oh, he's got to be better at killing people and getting away. Did it even show the route he'd take to get out? He just shows him running out the front door. Yeah, so he... That's exactly what happens, though. Um, he's looking at a, uh, a painting, I think, and then walks through to another building, another uh-huh. room, and he turns around, and there's this woman stood there talking to him One about of the three sisters. One of the three sisters that was brought up in the book, which it sounded like one is called kind of like Tenenbaum. Oh, one is Tenenbaum. One is called Ten- Tenenbaum. Yeah. She's like, I'm the sister of the woman from the first film, Suspiria. <laughs> you should have watched that one. This one would this have made more sense. This one's a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to wait 20 years for the third one. God damn it. <laughs> um, I wonder if the first one's any good. I, I bet hear, it ain't. I hear it's, it's the, the third one. I hear it's, it's almost as good as the first two. But... I bet it's not stylized. Compared or to no, I think it still is his style, but compared to modern day films at that time, <laughs> it's awful. People are like this doesn't have a plot that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just watched it, but we can't remember what happened. <laughs> Why is it a dream sequence throughout <laughs> the whole film? Why is it a, a, a trilogy of dream sequences? But yeah, so he's chatting with this uh, with this. We witch gotta bit, stop eating when we woman. record. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Well, I said let's take a break. Nah, fuck that. Plus, this is nowhere near as bad as Pizzagate. Oh man, that was too. That was gross. But he, I had to listen to that when I was editing it. I was like, man, that's fucking gross. I, I refuse to. <laughs> if you want, 
We can pause this and we can go back to he gets the the old dude gets choked out. No, 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 it's fine. Well, you're gonna have I'm to leave it all. In. No, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm just leaving it. I'm just gonna bookend it, send it on. I'll yeah. leave in all the racist stuff you were saying earlier about the Chinese. So Jack and Jack. <laughs> He's oh my god, Eureka! It went into FOP the other day, and this is fucking have an idea? The, no. There's this fucking epic Japanese horror film which is called House. Um, and they had it on Eureka DVD, but not on Eureka Blu-ray, and I really want it. It's no, this it's... fucking trippy-as-fuck film. It's not House. It's not oh. the one we know that Carl worked on, which is okay. coming out by Arrow soon, and it's 60 quid. But it's for this box. And I was looking up Eureka to try and find this film on Blu-ray, because I really want it. And it's only been released in America, which is bullshit. But fucking Eureka are releasing Drunken Master, and it's like the first... Jackie Chan film on Blu-ray. Huh. They're so hard. I don't know why they're not all on Blu-ray, but I'm fucking definitely getting that. Yeah, because it's such awesome. a classic. That's awesome. Anyway, so going back to audition by Jackie Chan. No, um, uh, right. So yeah, he comes across a woman who then explains that she is Suspiria's sister, right? Yes, exactly. Um, sorry, I'm googling audition director. <laughs> all right, let's do this. We're both wrong. It's fucking. Takeshi Miki, dickhead. You racist. Oh, Sammo Hung. <laughs> <laughs> it's martial law. Oh my god, it's Gokwan. <laughs> I might have to cut so, some of the racism. So he's so fashionable. He looks so fabulous. <laughs> that on air light has been on the whole time. Well, we're on air. It's like we're in, a, in an actual radio. <laughs> we're on air. Uh, yeah, so this woman is like, I am literally deaf, mate. Yeah, yeah, and you see a shot of her walking up to him, and it's uh, a nice kind of like two shoulder, two two shots, sorry, profile, with a mirror mm-hmm. reflecting her, and then in the foreground where you see her, the light gets turned off and she gets blacked out, but she's still there in the reflection, and it's really clever and it looks great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he's like, "Whoa, how the fuck did you do that?" And she's like, "Yeah, it's a real I'm a demon. I'm a witch. I'm a sister, sister power." And then, and then she uh, talks to him from the mirror, and they kind of do a weird close-up of the mirror that's like an ultra-wide shot of a room. It looked odd. It, so yeah, but in the wide shots, is it not just like just a doorway they've done up to look like a mirror? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looked really weird. It is nice though. But that's why I said to you, was it a mirror? <laughs> and then she walks up and smashes through the mirror. Oh, yeah. The mirror yeah. bursts into flames and everything bursts into flames. And when she comes out the other side, she's just super tall. Oh, it yeah. literally looks like death. She's a skeleton with a fucking cloak on and mm-hmm. it looks awesome. Yeah. And then we finally get the Inferno that the film's named after. Yeah, Dante's. <laughs> yeah. So Mark uh, just at this point, no, it. I think the. Um, I looked it up and I think the working title for the thing was Who's the Main Character? <laughs> With a question mark. <laughs> it was going to be a, a comedy about like... <laughs> Who done it? About a cat. That's why that fucking like cat shot was in when it was looking through the, that's the so, mirror. That's such a creaky chair. Yeah, know. I know. I'm going to hate this listening. Is it because you're grinding up against that other chair? Oh my God, yeah, it is. Which is... Which is a which is a leather chair which is grinding up against a plastic. It's three. We're, point, we're almost finished, Rich. Please stop. Three moving. kinds of. It's so hot in here. I have to keep moving. It's like an inferno in here, James. Right at the end as well. Right, right at the, the end, end is an inferno. It's an inferno. And you see some really cool shots of the witch um, in the room as as it was or the demon thing. Yeah. As it's as the whole place is roaring into flames, then Mark runs away from the police. He leaves the building as the police Because he's the hero that we 
need, but not the hero we deserve. Or one I of, assume one that of the, the building's going to go back to normal afterwards. Like, because she's no. not going to want to destroy that building. Well, she's destroyed that building because Mark managed to go and have a conversation with her. Nah, it will go back to normal, surely. But he found the but, key by digging up the hole in the floor. What and key? Finding the old, what key? It's a metaphorical key, you knob. I need to watch the first one to see not what real the fuck's key. going on. But doesn't in? I hope the first one is oddly specific stuff. In it. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. <laughs> All right, so scene. That's the, that's the end of the film, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, Post-credit sequence. Uh-huh. Some great music. That's you see fun. Mark running away, and when he's gone, and the demon can't like reach it anymore, it's just like, eh. and then the flames just go away, and it just goes back to its mirror. And then you, and then you <laughs> go back to by Mark. That piano. Mark's, you like walk over, and Mark's over the next day, and he goes around the alley, and he's like whipping all these cats, <laughs> getting everyone pissed off for the next time they see a human. Because there are so many comes cat out, attacks in this film. A post-screen, a post. Credit scene, Mark walks out of another building where something bad just happened <laughs> as the police are going in. <laughs> it was like that when I got there. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> uh, uh, what is your favourite death in this film? Uh, <laughs> just horrible. Um, oh man, the favourite death. I mean, do you know what? None of them are particularly gratuitous. gratuitous. This is pretty, like, okay. There wasn't, like, any over-the-top violence in this one, really. Well, there there was a stab through the neck. There was a guillotine in the neck. There was a hacking someone's neck. Someone was mauled to death by cats. It wasn't to, like, somebody getting a fucking bit of wood through the face which pulls their eye out the side of their head. That's true. It was tame in terms of that. Demons. Uh, Oh, man, demons is everything. We need to do demons, too. Cruise control. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um... I guess I'm going to have to go with the cat one just because it's so ludicrous. That woman's been covered in cats and then getting stabbed. Mm-hmm. Why? What, what was your favourite? I was thinking the cats, but now you said the cats, I'm going to have to think of something else. Um, yeah, you could say the cats. The cats is just epic. <laughs> right. uh, oh no. I'm pulling you away. Oh man, oh, why didn't I do that off. from the start? I know, like, <laughs> I know. Sorry, I just I'm only to... inches away from it now. Sorry, I just had to forcibly move leaks. He can't figure out how to sit on a fucking swivelly stool. Yeah, they were. Right. Probably, you know what? All right, I'll change it to the, the rat one. Oh, <laughs> it's so it's either it's either the cats or the rat. They're both good. Yeah, yeah. I love that. There's a film where a cat eats a rat, a cat eats a person, and a rat eats a person. And also, at two points, there's two random shots. One of a gecko eating a moth, and a woman hanging in like the same flash shot. And one of a gecko just sat there with like his mouth agape with uh, like saliva on it. Wait, this was in this one? Yeah, like a couple of really weird flashes. Yeah, that... A couple of quick flashes. There was something that Mark, Mark was like witnessing something, and then he... Or a couple of flashes of something... And there's a woman hanging, and there's a gecko eating a moth. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing that woman hanging and thinking, I guess that's a prelude or something to something. You know what I looked at? I I watched the trailer afterwards. There's a long shot of that woman hanging. Really? Who the fuck is that? Yeah. (laughs) Is that Rose? Do do they hang her on the No, nobody gets hanged. (laughs) Maybe there was another character that started the film. Oh, my God. Maybe (laughs) it's the girl with the cat. 
the girl with the cat in the class just, just gets hung like she kills herself maybe yeah yeah like, maybe Mark <laughs> maybe Mark like uh, Mark comes out of the building and is like no <laughs> he's like, oh, she already like, hung herself <laughs> what do you mean I had to tie behind her back <laughs> <laughs> they must have got tangled in the rope <laughs> stupid bitch yeah Matt I forgot about that I forgot about that weird like shot yeah the moth thing is weird though yeah, I mean the running on the water thing's weird. I guess it's like the point of it was to show like magic or whatever. But like, well, no, I don't think so. I think it was just a very shallow. I think it's just it was very very shallow because no, no, because it they put down plexiglass. He's running on plexiglass to make it that. look like he's running on top of the water. But from the distance, you think he's just running in the shallow end because it's dark and it's in the distance. I just want to say I I took some some screenshots which okay. no one can see. Um, but just to flick through some of these shots, just so we can have a look at the colours. That is blue and red. So much at. blue and red. And it's, it's, so, just, it's such a nice shot, though. It's so stark. And it's good because that's, that's obviously a set as well. Yeah. But it, it, it looks good. Like, but, I mean, I don't mind it. It looks it's like he's designing for theatre. Yeah, that's the what I mean. Yeah, it looks like a play. And like even in like the 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 bookstore here, they've got like deep red going across the books. Literally, her. the books that are like that's the book you need. Literally behind you. Oh my god, I forgot about that shot. That was such a nice fucking shot when she falls through the the thing, and he's perfectly framed in yeah. the rip. That's such a nice shot. It's nice, really, really nice. Oh my god, look at the greens. That? That's yeah. Mark. Oh, is that Mark? Yeah, ton, tons of. That's green Mark stuffing green books yellow. into his bag. And then there's the Art Deco. Yeah, yeah. Like hallway where it's all red and black and 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 purple and green and yellow and it's honestly it's brilliant. Is this the video of the cat? Okay, yeah, we can watch that. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the cinematography in this. It's beautiful, especially the lighting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's nice to see a film stamp its identity all over itself. Yeah, yeah. Instead of just being another kind of. Bog standard horror film or something. It's or weird. GL. Like when I was watching it, I felt like other than the visual stuff, like story and plot wise and shit, I just thought oh, as soon as it ended, I was like, "That's a bit of a mess." And like, like it really I mean, is. I enjoyed it, but it was only reading about it afterwards and like finding out that like that guy was possessed. That's why he stabbed the person and that shit. And talking to you about it now, being like, "Okay, this stuff makes more sense now," mm. and I like it more now. Yeah, the first time, like when I watched it through. I was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> I honestly have no idea. Especially when it, that's that, like, Inferno gets good through. reviews like by yeah. like people. And you're like, really? Like, what? What's the great about I mean, it looks great. Yeah, but there, there are some massive lulls in the story as well. Like the five minutes um, Rose spends exploring the building. Like this film The gratuitous easily, under the water this scene. This film could be an hour and a half. Yeah, <laughs> instead of an hour and 40 it minutes. It didn't need to be an hour and 47 minutes. It needs to be an hour minutes. and 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's the underwater scene when she's having a wet t-shirt contest but then also he keeps filming up her skirt every time she's like flapping her legs around yeah, so you can yeah. see her pants um, and like he's he's yeah, filming like up skirt as she like jumps in the pool <laughs> yeah and that scene goes on way too long there are a lot yeah. but, but with that scene they had to rent a, a water stage yeah so, so they're, they're, they're like let's get, let's they're get like, the well, most should we do the whole film, film under 10 minutes. <laughs> like no we've just got one one little scene where she drops something alright can we see breasts no? Close enough? Okay, yeah. <laughs> Someone change out these jeans. Let's get this girl a short skirt. Yeah, let's get a white short skirt. Oh, God. It needs to go see-through. 
Overall, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, me too. It was good. My number is four. I mean, it goes against my rule, but like when I came into this, I was coming in for three, but I think I'm going to change it to a four. Oh. Because it is good. It does. It, it makes a lot more sense once you yeah. uh, kind of I mean, replay through it. Yeah, it's good to chat to someone about it afterwards. I mean, I mean, it's just, it's, I mean, I would recommend people see it because it's great. So yeah, I'm gonna have to go with a four as well, which makes this yeah, bad definitely. boy an eight. Yeah, nice. I guess a stamp, right? Stamp of approval. I'm cutting that. <laughs> That's the one thing I'm gonna cut out of this. Stamp. I'm just gonna put more racism in. Replace um, it. It was Takeshi Miike, you raging racist. No, I'm cutting all of the stuff where you find out it's Takeshi Miike. And <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> Can you say Bruce Lee for me? <laughs> Can you just say that for me? Just say Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Now I'm going to cut that in every time. <laughs> every time you're like, no, it was directed by Bruce Lee. <laughs> no, it's directed by Jackie Chan. Okay. And you just said it's directed by Jackie Chan, which means I can put that in there every no, time neatly. This film was directed by Dario Argento, and it was superb. It was messy. It was all over the fucking place. Yeah. But it somehow ties itself together when you rewatch and come to some quite big assumptions. I guess, I guess we're not used to films that follow... That don't follow a plot. That don't Well, don't follow one person. Mm. It's kind of like Pulp Fiction. It follows multiple people, except it's more linear than Pulp Fiction. Because it literally... People literally pick up from where the last person left off. And we don't normally get films like that. Yeah. Which is odd. Yeah. An odd yeah, choice, but still, still a good one. So, um, so I've been looking at what films we can uh, do next. Mm-hmm. And one I was looking at was Phantasm. Which I've never seen. And neither have I, but it's I seem to remember film. seeing a bit of Phantasm 2, and I swear he makes a triple-barreled shotgun in it. I mean, if so, that just leads me to believe that there's a double-barreled shotgun used in the first film, and they need to step up a bunch. <laughs> One barrel more. <laughs> what's, the, what's the trilogy? The third film? Oh, man. Dear God. It's just a minigun shotgun. So the other one that I've been looking at is a film from 1972 uh-huh. called Invasion of the Blood Farmers. Okay. Now, I'm going to show you a poster. Oh, man. It looks like an Amish man has just slaughtered Marilyn Monroe with the world's biggest breast. I kind of... That looks good. <laughs> that looks like it's going to be a classic. Black and white is even better. Oh man, especially when they make that red moon in the background. It looks like a big red Japanese flag, which is your favourite thing. Oh wait, in Technicolor. Oh, look at that fucking... Look at that. I'm so glad people can understand what we're viewing. We're looking at different covers for Invasion of the Blood Farmers. Should we watch this If this is easy to find, then yeah, I I will watch this. If this film is easy to find, we will watch Invasion of the Blood Farmers, because it looks fantastic from the shop. It's 1972. I love how all the different covers are like the same picture again and again, but with like less blood. (laughs) There's a little bit in his armpit. Oh, he's got some in his armpit. It's a little smiley face. Oh man, I want to know why they're farming blood. I'm intrigued. Maybe for that woman in the corner. (laughs) Look how big her head must be compared to the other yeah. stuff in the foreground. <laughs> Listen, she's got a slug. Maybe there's mouth. a maybe there's a giant and they have to like from, feed it from blood. blood. And Freddy Krueger's and there. And there's a Freddy that's like fingering someone's open torso. When was Friday the Thirteenth? When did that come out? The original Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. I feel like it was nineteen eighty. That was a video nasty, wasn't it? No. Yeah, it was. No, it was mm-hmm. not. No. No. It was released by Paramount Pictures. They didn't release yeah. video nasties. 
We have, well, there's probably a banned cup. Um, no, because it's pretty tame. There's one shot this is pretty, that I can remember that's pretty bad where um, Kevin Bacon gets that thing through the neck, yeah. but it's pretty tame. Mm. Although later films in the series, like um, six and seven or something stupid, all like in fact everyone fr- like where Jason comes back from the dead. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna boldly say now everyone of the Friday the Thirteenth that doesn't include Jason or or Jason goes Jason to hell X. or Jason X. Thank God. But like what was it uh, six, seven, and eight are like badly edited to remove violence. And I've seen on YouTube. The violent clips, but they're like shitty work print copies, hmm. which sucks. But f- yeah. I've just now that like that's over, put that shit back in. Yeah, definitely. I really want to see some of those kills because it's really bad when you go back and watch it. Because like Jason will pick something up and go to shove it in someone's face, and just as it hits its face, it cuts away. And it's like I know that there's it's more like, footage it's like there. Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Yeah. Just cleverly cutting out. But there's like part four had some nice fucking violence in it. Like uh, Crispin Glover takes a fucking machete to the hand and then face, which is like nice. (laughs) You see that. (laughs) You could show it in the older ones, but eh. yeah. So So, it's either going to be Invasion of the Blood Farmers if we can find it, or Phantasm. I'm happy to do either. If we can't, if we can find Invasion of the Blood Farmers, we should still do Phantasm afterwards, I reckon. Yeah. Because I've cool. never seen it. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Shit. Uh, we should also do Suspiria at some point. Yeah, yeah. And Mother, Mother of Tears. Yeah, I tempted, because that would be the first modern one we've done. Yeah. Um, we should also do other films that aren't Dario Argento. I was trying to find something that wasn't an, an Italian <laughs> yeah. horror film, which could, I mean, Invasion of the Blood Farmers could be. Yeah, yeah. My dad had um, some good shit on video. Like, he had this film called Demon Warp, which I really want to see again. Which, like, I get the feeling like it had aliens in it, but it mainly had a fucking Bigfoot running around the woods fucking people up. And it was like, I can't find it anywhere. Now, it's one of those ones. It's like, you can't get it's it anywhere. It's probably a different title, though. Yeah. Oh, he had yeah. what, like, I've definitely mentioned it on here before, but it was called Rats. And it had an awesome bit where the, these giant rats knock over a baby in a high chair and eat the baby. <laughs> and that was never re-released on DVD or anything. I'm sure I've heard of a film but, called Rats. Yeah, in America it's called Deadly Eyes. It's not yeah. called Rats. And it's got a fucking sweet poster, which is the eyes of a rat. Like a rat's eyes looking through the darkness in a hole in a fence and then like New York City behind it. Hmm. It's, it's And they're, they're, they're dogs. <laughs> They're dogs that have had, like, shit put on them to make them look like rats. So they're, like, little fucking, like, Bichon Frisés running around <laughs> with rat suits on. That's amazing. Oh, man, that film's awesome. <laughs> I need to hunt that down. I'm glad Slugs has just been re-released because I'm going to have to get that one. That was a classic. Next next it will be Rats. Slugs. Cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good film. Go watch it, people. Yeah, fuck you. Wait, no, don't do that. <laughs> Go <Yeah>. watch it. <laughs> Sorry about the nuts and, uh, and Lee's chairscapades. Yeah. Next time, because uh, we, we're generally doing these after work, so next time we'll try and eat first. Good idea. Yeah. See you next time. On Sadie's Filth. <laughs>